Welcome to the Ruben Vegas Show, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 52 of the RVS podcast, and we are back with more. It is inauguration day. Joe Biden is the president officially now. He is no longer the self-proclaimed president-elect. It is official now. He is the president of the United States. And I will say that I wish him the best. I hope that uh, he honors uh, the commitments that he made. I hope that Kamala doesn't uh, murder him in his sleep. Let's hope for the best, guys. That's all we can do at this point. I don't like the guy, but I will say that the people crying over Trump are ridiculous. I will never cry over Trump. I, you know, again, I preferred him over Biden because I, I, I just absolutely... I don't trust the guy for a second, but, you know, you got to look at the other side too. Half the country doesn't trust Trump, half the country doesn't trust Biden, so uh, there's going to, half the people are going to be pissed, half the people are lost, half the people are going to be disappointed that their guy didn't win, but that's, that's what, that it is what it is, it's like team sports, you know, your team's either going to win or they're going to lose, and you just got to you just gotta make the best of it. If your team loses, oh, well, we'll get them next year. You know, we gotta, we gotta regroup. And that is what it is, guys. That's it. Biden is our president. Kamala is our VP. Let's see what happens. Let's see if uh, they don't pull an old Epstein on Biden. Hopefully not. Um, he's 80 years old, and he's been in politics for almost 50 years. But uh, you know, I think this is the time. I think this is this is where he's gonna make some serious change, guys. I think this is his year, you know, year 50 is the year uh, to make change when you're 80 years old and um, yeah, you've never done anything positive in, in politics for the last 50 years, but now's the time, it's going to happen, this is this is our year, guys, this is, this is Biden's year, for sure, for sure, but yeah, guys, last week I was on a trip, if you follow me on the, the old Instagrammy, you'll uh, follow me at the Ruben Vegas Show Instagram. I was about to say the RubenVegasShow.com, which just gave me a a very interesting idea. Spoiler alert, maybe a website. Maybe a website is the way to go. The Ruben Vega website. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm losing uh, I'm going off on a motherfucking tangent. Um I went to Austin. I went to Austin last week, guys. I went to Austin, Texas, the great the great state of Texas. They say everything's bigger in Texas. And I will say my portions were godly. I ate so much food. So much food. I stuffed myself like a demonic pig named Ragnarok. It was amazing. I was full the entire time. That That's how you know you had a good trip. When you're just full the entire time. Like your, your fucking stomach is just stuffed with calories. And delicious goodies. At all times. The entire 72 hours I was in Austin. I, my belly was full with either pizza, ice cream, barbecue beef. Um, what else did I eat? Fucking mini donuts. Oh, God. So much delicious food. I ate a Reuben sandwich for the first time. That was fantastic. So many snacks. So many delicious meals. Had a, a, a Mexican breakfast. That was fantastic. It was very tasty. Rode scooters. Rode scooters with my with my girl. You know, we rode scooters all around Austin downtown. It was a lot of fun. We uh, went on a little hike. We went on a canoe ride in the Colorado River. And we went up on a, on a hike in the Boone Mountains with uh, my friend George, 
who lives there. And shout out to George, man. I love you, man. Thanks for the thanks for your hospitality and and being such a great tour guide out there. Um, it was a very last minute trip, and George is just like, hey, I'll give you guys a tour of Austin. I'm free. Let's do it. And he pulled through, man. Thanks again, Georgie. Much love, brother. But yeah, man, it was a good trip. It was fun. We were there for about three days. Uh, did a lot of eating, a lot of sightseeing. Went to a museum, Museum of the Weird. I will say the weirdest thing about that museum was the fucking employees. Holy shit. There was one guy that reminded me of, uh, what's that, what's that, um, what's that henchman? Like that Igor? Igor, the fucking Frankenstein henchman with the hunchback. There was a version of that man who was working there who wouldn't shut the fuck up. Anytime we'd enter another room, he'd walk in like, hey, so, uh, you guys want to know about this? This? No, that's not his voice. How do I, what was his voice like? It was like, it was more like, um, all right, guys, so it, don't go in that room. Go in this room first. If you want to have the right experience, you have to go into the... Make a right. Make a right right now. Don't keep walking straight. Make a right right now if you want to get the, the real experience of the of the Museum of the Weird. Do you have any questions? Let me know. I would be like, no, no, it's fine. We don't have any questions. Are you sure? I can answer any questions you can to the best of my ability, okay? You sure you don't have... No, I don't have any questions, man. Uh, None. Okay. Well, I'm here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I, I can see you, buddy. I fucking see you. Jesus Christ. That guy wouldn't shut the fuck up. He was nice. You know, it's hard to be a fucking asshole when someone's so nice. But Jesus, you wanted to rip his fucking ears off. Or his fucking tongue. Holy fuck, you wanted to just cut his tongue off with one of the fucking ancient 5,000-year-old golden pair of scissors. That were that were there on, on, on the fucking display. So many weird things. They had like a frozen chupacabra. Fucking wax figurines of like King Kong and and the sea monster guy. Bunch of weird shit. It was cool though. I think they also had like a frozen Sasquatch. Which obviously, obviously, it's a real Sasquatch. Obviously. But it was fun. It was a a good time. Very weird. I thought it would smell worse. But actually the smell wasn't too bad. They kept it clean. But yeah, guys, so my trip was fun. Had a good time. I don't know if I'd ever really move to Austin, though, you know? Um, I liked it. Like, it's chill, it's calm, you know? It, it seems like it's slightly cheaper to live, you know? I guess. But not by a whole lot. Like, I had nothing. It, it didn't really feel like Miami was really all that more expensive than than Austin it almost felt about the same to be honest but it did have like a more chill vibe it wasn't as chaotic as Miami is you know with with other the 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 cubaneria or whatever the fuck you call it but um I don't know I wasn't like fully convinced like oh I want to live here one day it was more like I like this place and I definitely come back for sure I enjoyed it 
Um, it's a nice little getaway, you know. If you can go to Austin for the cheap and get a hotel, like a you know a nice hotel in downtown, it's definitely worth it. I think if you are gonna get a hotel though, this is my rule with hotels: at least get a four star. At least get a four star hotel because it really does make the experience a lot better. Like I'm not the type that. You know, if I'm going to go on a trip, I'm not going to stay in some shithole, man. I don't want my hotel to stink or to have fucking, uh, you know, old carpets that are always fucking wet and fucking roaches and, and fucking uh, soap scum all over the bathroom. And I, I ain't about them them nasty hotels, okay? I want, a, I want a nice hotel. doesn't have to be the fucking five-star, you know, grandmaster suite. But I want I want a, a nice, well-known name, you know, a nice, good hotel, four stars or more, good reviews, you know. Shout out to the Hilton. Stayed at the Hilton in downtown, and gotta say, I was I was very happy with the room. The only thing they didn't do was that um, they never sent the cleaning lady. Like every time me and my me and my woman were out. Uh, we always thought like, oh, by the time we get back, they probably made our beds or they probably, you know, cleaned up the fucking pizza boxes that were on the floor or, uh, you know, got rid of all the fucking hot sauce from the taco night. Uh, but no, it always be there. It always be there on the floor. Nobody picked it up. The bed was never made. And that was a little bit slightly disappointing. My woman was more disappointed than I was, though, because I, I, I kind of prefer when they don't go in there. Because I don't trust people, so I don't trust when the maid is, like, going into my room and going through my shit. Even if I don't have anything expensive, like, I just don't like the idea of somebody, like, going through my shit. I don't like it. Even if it's if it's boring shit. Even if it's, I have a backpack with three t-shirts and a pair of jeans in there. I don't want her going through my shit. I don't know why. Just, I don't like it. I don't like it. So yeah, guys, I got back from my trip last week, and that was that was cool. That was cool. Um, I was gonna talk to you guys about something, and I can't remember what it is. But oh, you okay? I remembered. So I ordered while I was in Austin. I ordered a lot of Uber Eats and Postmates and all these food delivery things. And every single time I ordered it, the person's picture, the person who was delivering my food was somebody obese. And I always had this paranoia that they were going to eat some of my food or that they were going to lick some of my ice cream that I ordered on Uber Eats. I paid $20 for a Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That's the kind of shit you only do on vacation, though. When you're on vacation, you got to splurge a little bit. You got to do shit that you normally wouldn't do when you're at home. Because you're on vacation. When you're on vacation, you want to feel rich. You know, you want to feel like you you gots it. You gots it. You gots it all. You want to feel like you gots it, okay? And that's how I felt. I felt like I had it the entire fucking trip. And I came back and I still feel like I do. So I came back and the next day I ordered fucking Los Perros on Uber Eats. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm not on vacation anymore. I can, I can drive and save myself the 10 bucks. I can just drive, okay? But anyway, um, it was always fat people uh, bringing me my food. And they'd always take a very, very, very long time 
which would make me think, is this bitch eating the pepperonis off my pizza? Is she going to go leave with my pizza? I had, the, oh my God, the first lady. The first lady was ridiculous. The first lady that had to bring me my pizza on the first night when we got there. Oh my God. Two hours to bring a fucking pizza from down the street. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Fucking insane. Two fucking hours. But she brought it. She eventually brought it. And uh, I was on the phone with her. I had to call her like five times. She couldn't find the fucking entrance of the hotel. There was like a one-way street. So she kept getting lost and she kept fucking up. And then when she got to the, when she finally found me, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, uh, I'm not from here. I'm uh, from Cape Canaveral. And I'm like, uh, oh, well, you fucking bitch. At least you got here. And she's like, yes, I was about to cancel it. <laughs> and I was like, well, what were you going to do with my pizza if you canceled it? And she's like, eh, uh, uh, uh. and I'm like, ah, don't worry about it, bitch. And she left. And yeah. And then every other Uber Eats guy was a fat guy. And I was like, they're going to eat nothing against fat people. I'm not a fattest, but you, you got to admit when they're taking two hours with your pizza, you start thinking this motherfucker's eating my pizza. You look at his fucking display picture on, on Uber Eats and you're like, this guy, this guy looks like somebody that would eat someone else's pizza. It kind of looks like somebody that would steal a pepperoni. One, two, maybe ten. Eh, you know. Who knows? Well, yeah, guys. I got... It's kind of random, but I got this... I've been noticing... I got this little... This little... uh, I want to call it a pet peeve, but it's just something that confuses me and that kind of... uh, Lately, it's like kind of annoying. It's like, what? Why don't you just, uh, you know... Let, let me let me backtrack. I'm, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. So I've been noticing a lot of people. Um, whenever I see them in person, they'll be like, "Oh, I like that clip you posted the other day, bro. Really funny." And then I'm like, "Oh, then, well, you saw it. I noticed uh, you didn't like it though. So." If you want, if you go out of your way to tell me you like it, the least you could do is go out of your way and actually like it, you know, with the little heart and everything, because it does help. It goes a long way. That that little tiny act of kindness goes a long way. But I hate begging for it. I fucking hate begging for it. I hate being one of those people that like will post a fucking selfie. And then share it on their story. Like, oh, go show some love to this picture of me on the fucking toilet taking a shit. Oh, go show some love to my new fucking selfie, guys. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of this picture of my fucking face that I took Right after taking a steaming hot fucking shit in my toilet, I, I turned on my iPhone, I fucking, I put on the front face camera, and I took a selfie, and I thought, hey, everyone that follows me should see my fucking face after I took a big hot shit.
everyone should see my face. I'm proud of it. So you post a picture. You post a picture of your face. And then you have the nerve. You have the nerve. To share it on your story. And say. Show some love. Show some love, guys. You guys should really go like my picture. Because it'll make me feel really good. It will validate me. Me, 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 me. Come on! I understand when a girl does it, okay? I understand when a girl does it. When a, when a female does it, it they're girls. It's like, eh. What else are they going to do, huh? What else are they going to do? Girl, if there's one thing girls are good at, it's it's posting pictures of themselves. That's like their best skill. That's their that's the that, that's some of the that's women's best work right now. The modern woman and it's not downplaying, it's not a not a slight against women. It's just something that if it, I bet 90% of American women are pretty good at taking pictures of themselves. It's like a fucking it's what they're good at. It's what they were meant to fucking do. At this point in time. But guys, stop. Stop with the fucking selfies for the love of God. I don't want to see your face zoomed in in the fucking bathroom or in your bedroom. I like, I don't mind a selfie when it's like somewhere interesting, you know? Like, oh, you went on a little trip. Oh, you know, you're at the, you know, you're at some uh, restaurant that, you know, we've never, you know, it's an interesting restaurant or, or, or maybe a funny picture you know, something interesting is happening. You know, maybe the, you know, you took a selfie because there's like a, there's like a fat couple, you know, arguing behind you and, you know, you thought it was funny or, or maybe you bought yourself a really nice suit or you got, you know, like a new chain or a new tattoo and you're trying to, you know, kind of flex a little bit. I kind of, I respect that. I respect that when something slightly Slightly interesting is is happening in the picture. S- at least something slightly interesting. But when it's when it's just your face, when it's just your face, and if it's you know if you if you post a little selfie every couple months and you're a guy of just your face, okay, all right, fine. You know you want you you want to. You want a little validation. You want a, you want a, you know you want a couple of likes from the ladies. Maybe all right, all right, fine. There you go. I'll give you that one. But when it's every when it's every other day, or like twice a week, if you do that, you're a girl. I automatically just see you as a girl. You're just a female now. You're just a lady. At that point. That's my rant on that. Um, what else, guys? What else? What else is new? What else is new, guys? I was going to talk to you guys about another couple couple things here. You know, you guys want to know something I noticed? Also, it's kind of random as well. Kind of out of nowhere, out of left field. But, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm funny. I don't want to say that. 
you know, I think you, you can learn to be very funny. I think I have a good sense of humor for sure. But can I be funny on command? That is something that I'm, I'm trying to get better at. I'm trying to get better at that. I want to, I'm an aspiring artist slash comedian, right? I did the, I tried the stand up thing for a little bit. Open mics, whatever. I've, I've talked about this fucking 20 fucking times on this podcast, but you know, I, I want to get better at being funny. But something that gives me a lot of hope that maybe one day I can be, you know, a, a very funny laugh out loud person where, because I'm trying to master the skill of being able to make people laugh on command, like whenever I want. And it's tough, you know, it's tough. Sometimes you're not in the funny mood. Sometimes you're not in the mood to try to make people laugh. Sometimes you're just busy. Sometimes you're, you're, your mind's all over the place, you know, but something that gives me hope that I think I can be funny is that a lot of the times a good, a big reason why I like to do this podcast is that it lets my mind kind of run wild and kind of, I, I feel like I come up with the best shit when I'm just speaking it into existence and going with the flow and just talking out of my pee hole. That's when I come up with the best stuff I feel. And I feel like that's what, what really makes my mind um, expand. Because it's very hard for me to just do a lot of deep, deep thinking without any talking. You know, my mind doesn't go that deep unless I force it to by speaking my thoughts into existence and, and releasing them into the ether. And whenever I do that, I've noticed that several, a large handful, like two giant King Kong handfuls of the things that I've spoken on this podcast, I eventually see it somewhere else. I eventually see it be brought up on other people's podcasts or on other people's, um, you know, networks or on, on, on a post on Instagram or a fucking, or a story or whatever, like, I'll talk about something that I find is very funny and I'll even make a joke about it sometimes and then, you know, maybe a week later, maybe a month later, maybe three months later, I'll see somebody make that same joke. Somebody that's very well known, somebody that's very funny. For example, I've seen it with um, Andrew Scholes, uh, Tim Dillon. Um, I, it's happened to me a few times where I've said a joke and I'm not saying that they're joke thieves. I'm just saying that maybe my mind might work slightly similar to how theirs works, which they're highly respected, you know, highly, you know, well-known, highly acclaimed, whatever you want to call it, uh, comedians. So if my brain is, is kind of like scratching the surface of their thought process, it gives me hope because it's like, hey, I, I might be able to do this. I might be able to make something happen, but I'm I'm a I'm a firm believer in hard work. With hard, with enough hard work and enough drive, you can achieve anything. And you know, I've only been doing this podcast and the talking and the and the ha 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 bullshit for about a year now. So I'm not you know I'm not a fucking master in any you know in any stretch of the imagination, but I am a. 
I have one year under my belt, you know, doing shit like this. So I'm hoping that every year I get a little better at it. And maybe in five years, maybe in 10 years, I I can be considered an elite level, you know, talker, communicator, artist, comedian, whatever, whatever I decide to, you know, whatever, you know, the audience wants to fucking call me. Maybe I'll be at a at a at a high level, you know. I'll be I'll be that, but at a high level. That is my goal. I want to be a a master at something. I want to be a master at something. That is that is what I hope is achieved with this podcast someday. You know, we're only on episode fifty-two. Maybe by episode one thousand, I will have some degree of of uh mastery of of this craft maybe by episode 10,000 they say that when you do something for 10,000 hours you master it maybe that is the key 10,000 hours of podcasting maybe at that point I will be a master and that's what they say that's what all that's what all the all the critics say 10,000 hours of something makes you a master. That seems doable, right? I would need to do either 10,000 podcasts. Well, not really. Maybe more because a lot of the time these podcasts don't really reach an hour. So I would need to do about 20,000 episodes of the RVS podcast to become a master, basically. 20,000 episodes. Why does that sound like an ungodly amount sounds like a lot 20,000 episodes yikes well at least we're starting we're on episode 52 so just uh, 19,900 and (laughs) 48 Right? Hey, I'm good at math. I think so. I think that's what it is. Anyway, guys, uh, that's our show. Much love to all of you, my free thinkers. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving a fuck about this little podcast. Uh, it means a lot to me. And again, uh, I don't like begging for likes, guys. I don't like begging for likes. I don't like being one of those people that's always, you know, like, hey, like my stuff, like my stuff, like my stuff. I do it sometimes whenever it's something like I'm, I'm kind of proud of or I think it's, it's really funny and I think, uh, you know, you guys might enjoy. I don't say like it, but, you know, I'll, I'll share it. I'll be like, hey, guys, give, give this a watch. See if you like it. But, um, you know, it only takes a second. It only takes a fraction of a second to just hit that like and, you know, show some support. Really appreciate it. It goes a long way. You know, I don't care if you like my my selfies or my pictures, but whenever it's like content, video content, podcast content, that's where I really appreciate the likes. And, uh, you know, it it's, it's, uh, means a lot. Okay? Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Y'all are my free thinkers, baby. Stay safe. Keep your minds open, guys. Question everything. Question everything, guys. Peace out.